So in the opening, Steve, like we're covering the internet ruined my life, right? Like, yes. Like okay, we've got to talk about this. Yeah. If you would, if you would like to, if you would like to talk about it, we can talk about it. It's completely <laughs> up to you. I saw you on oh, TV, Brie. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh. You and Frank. I and love it. I think it's Frank. great. I want to. Say, I haven't seen it yet. Don't. Don't, I, I, don't. Please, you love it. You're using your, you're using her picture as your avatar. You love it. <laughs> you love it. Don't even lie. Don't even, don't even lie. Wait, is this the show? <laughs> okay, fine. The, Georgia, Georgia. Okay, so look, there's a line <laughs> in Scream where Nev Campbell is sitting there with her face in her hands and they ask her who's going to play her in her movie. And she goes... With my luck, it'll be Tori Spelling. And then in Scream 2, it's Tori Spelling. If someone... So the thing is, I know what happened that night. And then on the show, like the actress that plays Brianna is like cowering in the closet with her head in her hands. And then all the lights are off and the cops are coming in and all the, the... the lights in the whole house are off and like they're shining their flashlights. And that's not how that light went at all. <laughs> so to me, it's so melodramatic. And it's, it's, it's like if an actress tell- plays a bad TV version of your life, yeah, you make her your Twitter avatar. Are you to kidding? Say, like, I'm yeah. wearing a Yeti suit in some scene. I have no sympathy for that. I think it's great. I love it. I think the actress, she looks great. She's, she's, I think oh, it she's looks gorgeous. Cool. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. I love it. I love, even if it's bad, it's still awesomely cool. Come on. I can't imagine though, like watching it and going, uh, that's not how that went down. Well, yeah. How do you think Steve Jobs would have felt with all of the movies about him? Probably none of them are accurate. Now you, now you have sympathy for every Steve Jobs movie. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> now you so, do. But tell me, Micah, tell me honestly. Okay. If something really embarrassing happened to you and horrible happened to you and someone played you in a TV movie, like you'd make that your Twitter avatar, right? Like a more gorgeous version of you. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd make it my Twitter She's, avatar. She, yeah. It's a pretty fabulous avatar, but you, yeah. come on. You have to say. You're kind of, it's kind of cool. I mean, you're on sci-fi. That, you yeah. gotta admit. Yeah. I'm choosing to deal with it by having a gallows sense of humor about it. So, <laughs> there you, know, you go. There you, you go. You have to laugh. You have to laugh. Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, the situation for it, of course, you know, I, I would rather I'd rather be on sci fi for something that didn't involve me, you know, developing PTSD um, for sure. That is but a good point. Yeah, that, like the the struggles you had to go to to get there, I'm sure, you know, kind of take away from any sort of coolness that's that's there. So I, I do have to ask, though, Brie, did you come up with the term whoople gangers or is that something that the <laughs> no. Internet came up with? No, that was Wait, Kiva Bay. OK, oh, sorry, Kiva Bay. can you explain this? Like doppelgangers, but of the woos, the whoople gangers. <laughs> whoople gangers. Oh, now, that's what a, terrible. What is a whoople ganger? I'm sorry. Well, you know what a doppelganger is, right? Yes. Yeah. So. It's a port. It's a portmanteau, Georgia. We're talking about the people that play Bree and Frank. Are yes. the gangers? Yes. Oh, that's so cute. Who plays Frank? Do we know the name of that person? We do. It is. Hold on. We've. I just found. His name is <laughs> Shoto James Allen. So Shoto sounds. He he looks Japanese to me, and Frank is Chinese. So Hollywood did it again. <laughs> Hollywood oh, did it. No. Good job, Hollywood. <laughs> love you. Uh, All right. Love you, yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. How do you spell Shoto? Go- 
uh, S-H-O-D-O. All right. That does not sound very Chinese to me. It, it doesn't, no. That does not. That no. does sound Japanese. But does he have a, does he, does he look a little bit like Frank? Oh, I'm taking a look at a picture now. Uh, uh, not really, but okay. But maybe he's a good actor and he did a great job portraying Frank. I don't know anyone could portray Frank, really. Right, yeah. Like, you'd have to have the scene where, you know, Frank is driving over gamer gators in a tank. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard for any regular actor to to capture the essence of Frank Wu, you know. I mean, it's not hard to capture the essence of Brianna Wu. Well, like, that's a challenge, yeah. Yeah, that's... (laughs) That one was not mutually exclusive of the other, Brie. All right, all right, all right. I, I love that in every single picture I've seen of this actress, she's just scowling and looking at a computer. And I'm like, that is an accurate representation of software <laughs> development right there. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I did some Google searching. Uh, anyway. What, what did you find? What did you find? An interesting video allegedly from uh, our actor friend, Mr. Mr. Shoto. Oh, no. Oh, no. What is it? Is it porn? Can I find out? Oh my, don't <laughs> no, tell me that. No, it's not porn. Okay, wait, uh, I'm looking. Just wait. What is it? Oh, what is it? Wait. Okay, I'm just clicking it. Should I, is this going to be a risky click? Is this going to wreck no, all of my... No, no, it's a disappointing click, I mean, first of all, click, it's I in think. portrait, which is strike number one. <laughs> strike oh. number two is... Uh, the yeah, I, I don't even know if like I want to say this on, on the show because I don't want to dive down into this really. Yeah. Well, uh, now we've got to. Damn it! Oh, 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 oh no! Oh, I clicked. I had to stop. Yeah, I had to stop what clicking. Is it? There. What is it? Uh, if Close this it. is the same person, so this person is saying um, the struggles black women have dating Asian men, and he is acting out being a black woman having a date oh, with an Asian no. man. But he's wearing like giant glasses and speaking in a very like thick Asian accent. And then oh, I no. I haven't quite listened to him playing the black woman yet. So oh. yeah, there's that. <laughs> no, oh, this is terrible. Can oh, we... I'm reading his Facebook too. He doesn't. <laughs> oh no! Can we cheer you up by talking about VR, Brie? Can we do that? Right. Yeah. This is this is, this is going sideways, guys. <laughs> no. No. Is this the show? Did we already start? I, I don't even know. Yeah, we've started. This is way started. <laughs> We're in the thick of it now. Oh my god. Okay. Oh. So how about that virtual reality? <laughs> yes, let's talk about that yeah. too. Let's talk about virtual Almost reality. Almost as cool as Brie being on sci-fi. Well, I, well, it's going to cost uh it's going to cost you more money, Georgia, but it's Yeah, yeah, no, actually let's talk about that. Let's let's just <laughs> oh, no. Wait, let's first off, subject. how dare you? <laughs> First of all, I log on to like Twitter or something and I see this like floating speaker that you bought, but you can't buy a Wii U. And now you're going to spend $70 billion on VR, but you can't buy a Wii U. Explain yourself, Georgia Dow. Okay, wait. The Mars speaker, which is sick cool because it levitates, it has a glowing eye that spins around and it has sick sound and it looks like a Mac Pro. I'll have you know that you really buried the lead on that one because I watched all of those videos and I didn't see any levitating until like the last four seconds. Well, I just started up, but it's pretty cool. Is that cool or what? No, I was looking at the price is what the woe was about. What is the price? (laughs) $329 on Brookstone. Uh, How much is a Wii U? Uh, not three hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Wait, it's a review unit. I didn't pay for it. It's a review oh, okay. unit. Okay, okay, that's I fair. got that one. That's a review unit. 
So that one. But Charles, I have to call out Charles. Charles, Charles? you threw me under the bus, Charles. I know you're listening. Yes, you. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Yeah. I've got a lot of problems with Charles. <laughs> well, forget, forget, forget the show notes. Let's just talk about Charles and how he's failed us. Let's spend an entire time Charles talking about Tim. Charles. How many times Brie, has how Charles, Charles gotten me in trouble? You? Charles mentions the dates. Charles mentions the dates. He knows everything that we've done. He does. He remembers. He does. And he totally threw me under the bus this week. I was, I was in, I went, oh no. And then I said, I go to, I go, Anthony, Anthony, did you tweet out about this? (laughs) What, wait, what part, where did he throw you under the bus? Maybe I missed it. (laughs) Oh, golly. Okay. So, um, we uh, purchased another VR unit. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) What? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, George Dow? What the freaking fuck? <laughs> Explain yourself. Well, there was a Brie on Sci-Fi, and she told me that I should do it. No, 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 no. You are not blaming this one on Brie. Uh, no. Yeah, not on the Whoople Unless Brie has uh-uh. actually got tentacles that have gotten directly into your brain and forced you to do things against your will, which which is not out of the realm of possibility, but not not this time. I You need a better excuse than that. Oh, have you seen the videos on the HTC Vive? Has yes. seen them? I've also There's seen the the, uh, the statement things. from your bank account of you ordering the Oculus. <laughs> Georgia, okay, tell me the truth. Is this just a big <laughs> troll? Is that what this whole thing is? You have a Wii, right? You have one. And She's actually playing Zelda right now. I have a Wii. Yeah. I have a Wii. Oh. I just don't have a Wii U. We're going to try and reverse psychology. Don't get a Wii U. Don't you dare get a Wii U. Right. Yeah, those no, Yeah, those are dumb. Just no. not not cool at all. Really bad. You know? Real bad. You have to see. The HTC... Okay, so the cool part, the, the thing that's so compelling about it is that, one, is that there's the cameras that go around the room. So you actually get to move around the actual room versus Oculus where you're stationary. Two, it has a camera that's also pointed outward on the glasses. So when you put your hands in front of the screen, you see them. If you're running around killing things, you're really running around killing things. As you shoot, you're moving. And when you get close to the wall so that you don't like impale yourself or fall over something and they get sued, it actually shows you the wall as you get closer. So this is, this is so much closer to my holodeck. And I can't say no. And it's <laughs> so funny. So Anthony goes to me like, listen, I really like this. I really want this. Let's like think about this. And I'm like thinking, oh, I know this is going to, uh, this is not going to be good. This is, they're going to hear about it. There's no way I can keep this under wraps. This, yeah, this is bad. And I'm like, how much do you really, do you really, really like, you know, and then he showed me the video. Now, after I saw the video, like this is the, ho- this is one step closer to the hollow deck. This is Star Trek. This you just me. want your orc simulator. You know what, Georgia? Oh, it's all fun and games until somebody tries to lean on a desk that isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently is a thing. Yeah, and then Charles outed me. That's like the that's like the new uh, you know we won't going through the television videos or people who are trying to lean on desks that aren't there and then end up wiping out. 
That's the new that's the new craze on YouTube. The poor dog. That's all I think. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) It could end poorly. Brie, are you not talking to me now? Brie? No. Wait. We're done. Done, (laughs) Georgia. So are you saying that now I have to become friends with the the Wapple Whoople Ganger? Whoople Ganger Brie? So I just sent the woman that played me on Science Fiction Channel a friend request on Facebook. Did yes. trying to match. I did. I did. We're going to see what happens. Is she ignoring oh. you? I don't know. It only happened 30 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> you did it during my talk. You did it when you were talking to me. Wow. Wow. Oh, now Bree's now getting called out by Georgia. Oh, no. Bring it on, Georgia. Brie, I want you and her to go play laser tag together is kind of what I yeah. am envisioning right now. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe we could yeah. do single combat and then that person gets to stay on isometric. Like that's the way it should happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You should challenge her to peggle. In the end, there can only be one. See how good her method acting really is. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, we'd be like, you can be on isometric. She'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> So before we start the show this week, we've got to talk. We have to talk about the terrible, disappointing response from our listeners where they said they believed Brianna Wu was the cast member of Isometric to be most likely to face criminal charges at some point. What what did I get? I got the the push notification for that finished poll and I was like, "Uh oh. You know what? It's always the ones you least expect. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Let me, let me, I want to find the poll. I'm looking. It's, it's on isometric show Twitter. In the meantime, I just found where, where Charles outed you by quote tweeting your husband (laughs) and then, and then tagging us all in it and say, she's going to own the VR device before she gets a Wii U. Good for you, Charles. You keep her honest. Good for you, Charles. You're a loyal person. Charles is our surveillance state. Yes. So, so. So Brianna Wu got 61% of the vote, which isometric <laughs> cast member do you think 61%. will be most likely to face criminal charges at some point? Georgia Dow, in a laughable error of math, only got 25%. How? 25%? These are like Republican primary numbers is what this is. How many people oh, voted? Micah got, Micah got 5%. Which is really interesting because yeah. I voted from him for him with the isometric account, my account, wow. my private account, and you're like and twenty. Wait, 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 so account. I scored higher than Micah? You did. What? You got 9%. Okay, come on. Steve yeah. scored many, higher than me. Steve, how many did Steven get? Nine. Wow. This is because I'm a Charlotte. <laughs> wow. Wow, you fooled them, Micah. I'm telling uh, you. Why? Why? What possible reason? Help me understand. Why would 61 percent of our listeners go? You know who's going to face some criminal charges? Brianna. Like that's more know. than half. Maybe, maybe Steve should queue up right now. All the times you've asked if if there are any lawyers in the audience who would be able to give you any advice. It's, that's true. What does what does what does Frank do again? Uh, he. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't that have might a be job. why. He just that might be why. He looks over your shoulder at the computer and, and, and tells you to, to subscribe it's, it's, to Apple Music. That's true. <laughs> 
You're not going to uh, get that joke if you don't follow my Twitter, which you should. Yeah, so if you don't, yeah. you just lost out. Like, what are you yeah. doing with your life, yeah. really? But uh, just, this is Georgia. Georgia is a Georgia, you're a serial killer. I know that. <laughs> Mike knows it. Wait, Steve wait, knows wait. It. wait, wait, wait. Our listeners said... know it. <laughs> but wait, you said arrested. You see, oh. they just oh. figure I'm, I'm just never going to get caught. Right. See, they don't actually charge anyone with crimes in Canada is probably what the listeners were thinking. That they just, you know, they just send them out to go shovel snow for a while and then they they pay the price to society. 362 people voted. 362 <laughs> people what? voted. The best I can figure out, it's got to be like a name recognition thing. Even our isometric <laughs> listeners are like, Steve, don't know who that is. <laughs> like, that sounds kind of familiar. And I don't really even voted. know who I am sometimes. So, you know, it's, why should they know who I am? 220 people said that Bree was most likely to face <laughs> criminal charges. <laughs> we are doing the math here now, folks. Oh, Lordy. Uh, only 18 oh. people said that I was likely to face criminal charges. Only 18 people know the truth. <laughs> only 18. You're right. And Georgia, just, you, you came in at 90.5. <laughs> and I bet, if we, I bet if we took this poll again, there would be 18 fewer votes in that poll the next time. Who, That's all I'm who saying. Are those, who are those people? If you are one of the people that voted for me, not nice. I'm just saying. One of the nine. That sounds like half. a threat, that Georgia. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. Mm. Georgia, is that a threat or a promise? Well, they'll find out. Ooh. Come on, that's clearly something she should go to jail for. <laughs> Very clearly. The Boy, truth is out, out there. It's I written. said nothing. Oh, can I just say, by the way, <laughs> your prime minister was in the States and my coworkers got to be in the same room as him while Did I'm they? sitting in the middle of the United States weeping because I can't be next to the Canadian prime minister. Uh, life I'm is unfair. Jealous. Clearly, you're living on the wrong coast. I'm living on the I'm living on the no coast. It is the wrong coast. Let's talk yeah. video games. Yeah, should we talk yeah, about yeah. so should we talk about the PlayStation VR? Or should we talk about all these games that George is not going to buy for her Oculus that she's getting in a couple of weeks? <laughs> what should we start with? Why am I? Not I don't. I don't know because you're probably because because that that's just how you are, George. You just buy the buy the toys and then you're gonna you're gonna have it for a month and we're gonna ask you what you played and you're like oh, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds about right. History's repeating itself. Charles can tell us. We'll just ask him. <laughs> Charles. So we had so we had a whole bunch of VR news. We had the the o- Oculus had announced their launch lineup um, at GDC of the games that are going to be available when the Oculus ships to the first uh, the first group of purchasers at the end of the month. If you want to buy one now, there's still like a couple month wait to be able to get your hands on it. Um, but they announced thirty games. Um, some of which we'd seen already, like Lucky's Tale, which is going to be packed in with it, and Eve Valkyrie and um, Elite Dangerous, which are the the Starfighter games. And there were a few games that they had not uh, that they had not shown before, including some interesting choices because there seemed to be a number of like third person and like top down real real time strategy games. Their Zen Studios is doing a pinball game, which is. I, when I saw, I got really excited about is because that seems like a really interesting way to use VR. Are you the ball? No, no, you're actually mm. playing on a pinball table like you would be in yeah, real life. I actually have pinball tables. I would just play real pinball. But most people don't have pinball tables because okay. most people are not Georgia Dow. 
This is true. I mean, most people, no, but in all seriousness, like, you know, a pinball table is very expensive and it's difficult to maintain. And most people don't own them, but Not still like the idea. Steve. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the vote's already happened, Bree. The vote is done. You know, Georgia's got henchmen <laughs> to maintain her pinball tables for her, but most normal non, non-supervillains don't have that. So, uh, you know, to, to be able to own, you know, virtually own and play a real pinball table is actually a really cool way to use the, the technology. But so, so Georgia, since you are getting the Oculus when it comes out, was there any what, – what games out of this list are you looking to get when, when it comes out other than Lucky's Tale, which is coming with it? Um, well, I'm definitely going to want to play the um, uh, Don't Stop Talking or someone – the blow up keep, game. Keep, talk, keep talking and nobody explodes. The bomb one. That one just seems like just so much fun. And I like the idea of like having to try to do bomb detonations and being able to turn it around. And I'm not sure for another game. Like I'm thinking of getting, I'm going to look into which one after people, because I'm only in Canada. We have to wait, of course, because everything happens later here. So I'm only getting mine in June. <laughs> That's when it's shipped. It's set to, to ship to me. Um, so I'm going to wait for all the reviews. So if you have an Oculus and you've tried out the games to see. So I'm definitely going to be looking into getting Alien Isolation because um, it'll probably be there by then. And I'm not sure about another game. I want something that really utilizes that feeling of being in different spaces and moving through it. The only thing is that without the controllers, so you don't have the controllers yet coming out when Oculus ships. And so because of that, you're using a regular Xbox-looking controller, which I think ruins, for me, part of the feeling of virtual reality. So I'm hoping that, you know, by by the summer we'll have the controllers actually ready to ship because you want to be able to see your hands. And without that, it's like playing a really cool 3D game, but, you know, your hands are not really part of it. So... Bri, I, I, when I was looking at some of these some of these games, I was really surprised at the number of games that weren't in first in first person, and I think that's not something that we we haven't really talked about. Have you seen any of the games that have been like in a third person where you're kind of looking above or or, or behind the action? And what is that? If so, like what does that feel like when you're when you're playing a game like that? Well, yes, Steve, I'll be happy to tell you that. But first, I want to get back to the case against Georgia. Dow. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <time. laughs> oh, wait a second And why she, she clearly should have won that poll. So if you look at the <laughs> psychological traits of criminals, there's six really big key traits that you if you're, <laughs> looking you're that a up. criminal. Were you doing science while we were talking about uh... – <laughs> I was. Okay. okay. I thought I heard bubbling. Antisocial values, also known as criminal thinking. You know, uh, sounds about right. Yeah, possessing a trait <laughs> and you blame right. others for your negative behavior, like not buying a Wii U. Okay, criminal <laughs> or beers. orcs. Like I see all kinds of pictures of Georgia with Renee of Imore. <laughs> Clearly, criminal peers is there. Antisocial personality. The kind of person that's that right. might buy a bunch of VR equipment and I have to touch people. <laughs> that's very clearly there. Dysfunctional <laughs> family. I've met Anthony. I'm an Anthony. Very clearly. Low self control, like sacrificing your body for monster mania. And, um, you know, and substance abuse. The kids are bound by stickers. I I saw Georgia 
when somebody wanted to squirt alcohol into her mouth at the hibachi, she all the said hibachi. yes. So she <laughs> clearly immoral. All of these traits are there. Uh, I can't I even say no. Her. We actually have yeah. yeah, we have too many pictures of that one. Yeah, that that's yeah. there's there's so, photographic evidence of that. And and Glenn Fleischman was a witness, and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna deny his witness his expert witness testimony. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he won Jeopardy. You can't say no to him. Exactly. He knows everything. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Mm -hmm. repeat that poll this week. As far as your question, Steve, uh, (laughs) yes. Did you say we're going to repeat the poll? We cannot repeat the poll. Uh, We'll keep doing it until we get it right. Double Jeopardy. Right. Yeah, come on, Georgia. There's no double Jeopardy log. It's polling on Twitter. All right. I'll log into my 20 other egg accounts and make sure to vote for Georgia this time. I didn't put all my heft behind it last time. Maybe if I got Anthony to change his phone to say, like, steal George's phone and put Brianna Wu on it for the day, and then people can vote. I could change my name to Georgia Dow on the account. We could do it that You've way. already tried to steal my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not your Twitter, Georgia. I love Brown. that you tried to get Georgia Dow. Georgia, that sounds a lot like projection, and I think you really need to reevaluate oh. your your, your thought, your point of view. Seriously, yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, Steve's going to cut this out, but right now we can hear a bunch of dysfunction happening in the background of Georgia's uh, audio. So clearly, yeah. all of these yeah. traits are adding up to her being yeah. a criminal. Very criminal behavior. Possessing weapons, lying, stealing, damage to animals. Like her arm, her hands, <laughs> yeah. her weaponized yeah. hands. Yeah. Very, very dangerous. So make the right decision next time, listeners. You know who's the criminal. So, you know, really, seriously, I'm very concerned about the VR lineup that I saw. Um, so I want to tell you all a story. When um, you know, Tomb Raider came out for Xbox One, you know, on the back of the box they advertise. Works with Connect. It's awesome. Buy it so you can experience Tomb Raider and Connect all together. And you play it, and it is crap. It is garbage. Yeah. It is terrible. It's like George's ethics. And, <laughs> you know, like, and, like, and like you're trying to do these QTs with the Connect, and it's just not working. So, yeah. like, in order to sell these copies, they like tied it in with this peripheral in a way that didn't make much sense, right? Yeah. So, you know, my big worry is if you want to design VR games and have them work. You can't just like, um, you know, tie a, a control to a camera and have you like floating through disembodied space in a game. I've done this. Mm-hmm. It really makes you feel sick and removed mm-hmm. from your body. And it's horrible. It's it's a formula to throw up. And it can actually cause an anxiety attack, too. So Yeah, not, it can. Yeah. It can. Yeah. No, not joking. That's for real. No, no, no. Um, no that's absolutely serious. So, you know, the I really suspect that they're going to go for the cheap technical fix with this mm. rather than design games well from the ground up. So, and I just can't say this enough. Any game with this level of hardware and this level of quality where you are moving while you're playing is going to make you sick full stop, period. It's just a fact. Because if your inner ear thinks you're moving and your eyes are telling, if your inner ear says you're still and your eyes tell you you're moving, your brain is just going to not be able to reconcile the two. Which is one of the reasons that I think the HTC Vive will be a better experience than um, probably Oculus will. Um, Because you're going to be able to see the floor. You're going to be able to see your hands. You're going to be able to see the walls. 
And so again, you're st- I think that you're still, we're st- it's, motion sickness is going to be an issue that they're going to have to figure out how to fix best that they can. But that's going to make it a little bit more palatable to be able to use. Yeah, I definitely agree. Now, have you guys seen the the virtual reality roller coaster? Uh, I did one at Disney. Oh, yeah. Like the arcade we, we ones? Just... No, it's an actual roller coaster you're on while you're wearing a VR. Oh, the one that they're doing at Six Flags? Yeah, yes. the Six Flags one. Yeah. I just uh, anchored a story on this a few days ago where we were very sarcastic about how, <laughs> like, it's, it, it kind of, I, I don't know. It, there's, there's a part that makes sense to me, and then there's a part that doesn't where... So, so the part that makes sense to me, I guess, is like, you know, you're going on the roller coaster and maybe you don't want to just be looking around and seeing, uh, you know, the, the metal or the wood, depending on what kind of roller coaster you're on or people's legs or the vomit that's flying at you. Maybe you want to be, you know, transported to a different world. And so that part makes sense to me. But at the same time, like, I'm, they are going to have to be very, 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 very good at syncing yeah. up what you're seeing with the way that the roller coaster goes, or else you are all going to be vomiting and you're, no one's going to see the vomit flying at you. Like, this just seems like a, I don't know, it seems like a hard technical challenge because as Brie was saying, like, I, I go back to that story that I told before where I was using a VR headset that wasn't a game. It was just for, I was using an Oculus for um, uh, architecture program and and as I moved forward, I nearly got sick right there because of the way that I just suddenly shifted forward. And, and uh, Georgia, it was right. interesting whenever you were talking earlier and you said, you know, you run the risk of an anxiety attack, thinking back on that moment and uh, like knowing the feelings, like remembering rather the feelings that I had at that point, mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Cause I, you know, I've, I've dealt with anxiety before and um, some of those same kind of uh, warning signs and red flags were being raised whenever I got sick. Uh, you know, being in that VR headset. So uh, I can't imagine, like, I love roller coasters with all my heart, but strapping a headset on, I just worry that I would run the risk of getting super, super sick because they couldn't match the motion exactly. That just seems like such a technical challenge. So we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Plus the chances of whiplash are greater because you're not able to foresee where you're going. And you could like think about getting hit on a roller coaster with the other person that lost their VR headset, and then of course it would bust and break. But like there, there are some certain dangers that go with it. Um, and I, you don't really need to have um, like even if you go down to like Islands of Adventure or like Universal Studios and you go into one of those 4D experience rooms where it's like a game, you don't need a lot of movement to sim- for our body to believe. We believe sight so much more strongly than any of our other senses if we are sighted. If you're not sighted, of course, then those senses would change. Um, but because we believe it so much that it doesn't actually take enough, so I don't think that we would need to build a whole roller coaster in order to... It seems like a, a huge waste of resources for uh, getting an experience that you could do in a smaller room and just have a seat that kind of moves up, is which we already have. Yeah, I mean, you would think that it would be something more like Mission Space at Epcot, where which is, I mean, that's really what it's supposed to be, except that they're showing you a screen instead of having you in a VR headset, and and the mm-hmm. you know the screen is not really the graphics aren't all that great. You're not actually on like a moving train, you're just on a on a simulator, and, and that would make a lot more sense for something like this. But I, I mean, like, how much thrill do you really need? Like, you're already on a roller coaster at Six Flags. Do you really need like a VR headset on top of it? I mean, it's I don't know. 
Right. That's that's where we got really sarcastic. Uh, it's just, you know, why not do I don't know, have your your VR roller coaster experience uh, from the comfort of your couch and like go be in the real world for once while you're in the roller coaster. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Bree, what, what are your thoughts on this? You've you've remained quiet and I'm worried you're going to attack like a tiger and rip <laughs> us all apart. Well, you know, I have been doing some more research oh, on Georgia now that we'll get to <laughs> later in the show. Uh, but yeah, for just this moment, I will say, um, you know, Steve, they do have this ride at Disney. It's, uh, you know, it's called uh, Cyberspace Mountain at Disney Quest. Um, and, yeah, like, I tried it, and then I got halfway through the ride, and I ripped the goggles off and then said, I have to quit because it was making me that sick while I was doing it. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not good. So I have very low hopes for this. It's, uh, I, I don't know how many times you could say this. It's like, it's not hard. You have to think about the interface from the ground up. And like, we are such a pattern focused, um, industry. And if something works in the past, we try it again. And the truth is none of our old rules are going to work in this medium. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking when I was watching this, you know, this launch trailer for Oculus. And it's like, you have like AirMac and AirMac is a, a real-time strategy and it's been around forever. And it's like, why, why do you need to play that in VR? It doesn't seem like it's adding anything other than, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when like the Nintendo 64 came out and every game had to be in 3D, even like the 2D platformers had to be yes. rendered in 3D, yeah. even though yeah. it didn't mm-hmm. really yeah. add anything to it. And and that's what some of these things do. Like, I don't understand. And there were a couple of articles about, um, I forget what, the, about Kronos was one of the games. And there was another game that was a third person adventure that they said that it did, it did make a difference because you're able to look around the whole, the whole field of view and stuff like that. But it just seems like if I'm going to be going into VR, I would expect that I'm doing, you know, virtual reality. I'm not like looking at something else happening and controlling it. That just feels dissonant to me for some reason. And not for some reason. I mean, it just feels dissonant because it just doesn't make sense to me um, why you would do that. You want to have a first person experience. That's why you're strapping this thing onto your face, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I think that certain things would just not it wouldn't really benefit the system to do it. Like, I guess that they'll have to have all kinds of other games that would be popular just so that they can, you know, put out enough games for people to think that it's worth it to get the system. Um, and, you know, I wonder if the games that you enjoy, if, but like, like playing Peggle in VR, like, I don't know. I don't think that that would be any Brie. I don't know. Are you just, you're looking up, you were looking up more. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm increasingly concerned as I read. <laughs> you haven't heard a word Very... I've said. You haven't heard. I, I I hear it all. I've got it all on tape. Getting it all on tape. Should should we take a break and tell tell our listeners about Squarespace while you build up the case against Georgia Dow? Is that something that we should do? You think, Steve? I'm appointing you to talk about Squarespace this week. I need you to tell me about it. Um, This episode of Isometric is brought to you by Squarespace, which is the simplest way for anybody to create a beautiful landing page, website, or online store. And you can go start and build your website today at squarespace.com. You can enter offer code Isometric at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Uh, Squarespace, they are just the easiest way to put a a website together. Uh, They have very easy-to-use tools. Their templates are really easy to get started up with, no problem. And they take away all the things that suck about making a website. You don't have to worry about hosting. You don't have to worry about what happens if Brie links to you on Twitter. You don't have to worry about anything. You just... 
put your site there and they handle all that stuff. And your site is going to look professionally designed, even if you don't know how to draw a straight line. Um, they have state, state-of-the-art technology and it's secure. They're trusted by lots of sites that you've heard of. And their templates are really, really beautiful and easy to get and easy to set up. Um, they have live support with uh, in New York, Dublin, and Portland who are there to help you. You can set up a store. They have cover pages if you just want to throw up one page that's advertising an event or just a, a splash page. You can do that too. And they're rock solid with fast hosting and all kinds of benefits that you get. And if you do want to get into the code, you can get into their developer platform as well. Um, so if you sign up for a year, you'll get a free domain name so you can – you can choose exactly what you want your site to be called. Uh, you can't call it chicken parts, uh, chickenparts.org because that's taken, but you can find something almost as good as that. And uh, the plan started just $8 a month. So what you're going to do is go start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today at squarespace.com. When you do decide to sign up, make sure you use the offer code isometric to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. And thank you, Squarespace, for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Question. Yes. Can Squarespace protect me from Georgia Dow? Um, no, that they can't do. No, no one can really protect you from Georgia Dow. Darn it. I'll just have to keep looking. Yeah, you, you may want to start training your army of sharks and seals now because that's pretty much your only hope. I guess I could use it to make a website where I find people to sign up as protection. Okay, yes. I, I, can, I can get some uh, security folks by, by making a Squarespace site. You could start uh, protectmefromgeorgiadow.com and then you could, you could start <laughs> organizing that effort there. Yes, you could do that. All right, we'll, we'll try to make that happen. <laughs> So, so Bree, do you have any, any more uh, evidence that you need to submit before we start talking about PlayStation VR quickly? Let's talk about PlayStation VR. She has no other evidence. There's definitely... <laughs> if that's the way you want to play it, Georgia. <laughs> Don't use your ba- Jack Bauer voice. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that's the time. <laughs> oh, it's always dangerous when she goes Jack Bauer. I am so trustworthy. I am, it's, it's, I don't know. Let's just, let's keep Tell going. me about PlayStation VR, Steve. <laughs> so, uh, so Sony announced that their PlayStation VR unit is going to be available in October for $400 or with $400 with an asterisk. Um, and that is the lowest price point of any VR uh, system so far because the Oculus is coming in at six hundred dollars with, and then the the Vive is eight. Well, George, you would know it's eight hundred dollars. How much? Yeah, it's, it's like eight something. <laughs> okay, it's a lot Canadian. The hardware that you need to support it is only going to be a PlayStation Four, as opposed to having to buy an Oculus Ready Rig or uh, or a piece, a gaming PC that'll support the HTC Vive. So. Uh, there is a bit of a of a disclaimer with that because you need to have the PlayStation camera, which is not built, baked into that four hundred dollar price, and that's forty five dollars. Yeah, anywhere from forty five to sixty, and the, and pretty much nobody owns that unless you're a hardcore Twitch streamer, because pretty much the only thing you can do with it, there might be one or two games that support it, but the primary use for that is just streaming uh, your webcam on Twitch. So. Um, but even then, it's still total price out the door if you have nothing is like not 850 or 900 dollars, maybe a little bit more because it'll support the move controllers that also nobody owns. Uh, so you might need to buy those in order to to So really, if you have nothing, like unless you have a PlayStation 4, which most people you... do except for you. Oh. <laughs> this is Steve, I can get on board. With. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> it's about a thousand 
$1,000 if you do not have a PlayStation. Right. Which is still 500 to 700 or $50 less than the other options. So it's going to be for the for consumers is going to be the most price conscious, though there's obviously going to be some sort of a of a performance hit with that, too, because it's not going to look quite as nice as the uh, as the Oculus, though, from all reports, it still looks, you know, it still looks very good. And Sony said that they're going to reject anything that runs at below 60 frames per second. So but the, the I guess the good thing about that camera is that it does the same thing that the Vive does, where it will map the room in the game mm-hmm. as well. But the controllers are still like they they do have one like controller that's like movement, but most of the games seem to be still using like you know the PlayStation controller. Though they do have like a stick. I don't know the move. Yeah, those move controllers. That was their attempt at doing like Connect or the Wii motion controls, yeah. and yeah. it was terrible, and nobody bought it. So now they're still trying to make fetch happen with with the move and trying to repurpose <laughs> that. So is that a reference? No, no, it's not a reference. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's like one of the two movies I've seen. Let me have my let me have my fun for God's sake. <laughs> Look, you didn't let me have my fun earlier today, Steve. I'm just <laughs> fighting back. Yeah, let's all attack Steve. How could you, Steve? I like how, this. This is getting better. First of all, how of all, dare you? How dare you? How dare you, Steve? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Micah doesn't understand something. When he's done wrong, it's Steven. <sighs> no, it's not. Steven. How dare it's you, not. Steven. Steven Sassafras Lubitz. <laughs> How did you know his last second name? Frack. What is happening right now? What What did you just find, Brie? I think you broke Brie. Sassafras Lubitz. Okay, Stephen Sassafras Lubitz. Yeah, that that's actually that's actually the way that Micah swears now. Yeah, I don't uh, curse. I say well, Mike is wearing his purity ring, so that's a swear in Micah in Micah when <laughs> Micah Land when he has his purity ring on. So, Mike, Michael, what did you? Did, what were your thoughts about this? Being someone who is not, you know, working in this professionally and has not dropped a uh, seventeen million dollars on the other two uh, VR units, like and betrayed your friends. Is this is this yeah. any more appealing than like the Oculus or the or the Vive to you? Or what? What were your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, first of all, I would rather uh, have a Wii U and like 600 extra dollars. Um, <laughs> so that's why I haven't purchased one of these headsets yet. No, uh, in all honesty, the reason why I haven't uh, paid for any of these things is because uh, the company that I work for is buying all of them as soon as they're available. Like we have an Oculus on order. We have all these different ones on order um, because we'll be experimenting with them. So like I get a chance to use them at work in in settings out that's different than having them at home for your own use too though i mean i have an ipad pro for, at work too but that doesn't mean that i'm using it on a daily basis i'm just loading it up once right. in a while to charge it because it's died yeah <laughs> <laughs> all i'm all i'm saying is like I, I i'm i'm getting to use them in in settings involved with like video production and things like that but not so much the gaming um and so you know honestly i'm I I like the idea of something more akin to uh, the the Samsung and this what is this the Samsung Gear what? and the what? I know I know, I know I know Where? let me finish let Did me finish just... please and okay now I can't even say this because I'm just going to get so much crap for it but the oh. but Google Cardboard. <laughs> Oh man! What man. I know I know man. but look this is because and also a virtual boy. Everyone that right. wants to vote Micah off the podcast say <laughs> <laughs> Now's your chance. Now's your I think chance. we're going to see who's going to get, who's going to c- commit a criminal act pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. 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 
That was actually well. Mike has already committed a crime against humanity with that statement. So you know that that's that's pretty much settles it yeah. right there. That sounds yeah. fair. That sounds yeah. fair. That's true. very disappointing. statement. Yeah. I I haven't found a justification for spending that much money on one of those headsets because for me, like. VR is interesting to me, but more in the storytelling space than it is in the gaming space. And like, I, I really do like, you know, uh, simulation games and things like that. And I think that, uh, something like the Oculus or, or this, or this one would be, uh, an interesting way to, to play those. But again, it's not something that like, I can justify purchasing because I don't want to, I, like I wouldn't be using it every day. And I really feel like that's something that I would have to, to be committed to using every day. Um, and so that's, yeah, I mean like all of these are super fascinating to me, but my, I know that my fascination and my interest are going to be quenched by the, the amount of time I get to use it at work. Because like, first of all, uh, to anyone who listens that I work with, I'm sorry, but like most of the people in my office are not incredibly technically adept. And so, it's pretty much just my team, my, my tech team that, uh, knows how and like why and, and all of those things in terms of using these devices. So everyone else will just be kind of like, what's that? You know what I mean? So I, I know that I can get the, the satisfaction that I desire, um, with these headsets, with the ones from work. So yeah. But I think there's an argument you're not really thinking about, Micah, is okay. one I've thought about and clearly Georgia has thought about, and that's <laughs> VR porn. <laughs> you know you're right you know like i mean it's awesome that's that's like wait that would be like that would be just way too scary i'm sorry that would be frightening no 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 okay that would so be i have i i really did i i i, I have experienced vr porn for research purposes like uh, this is what we right that's why we buy and... playboy for research purposes <laughs> yes is, yes that's correct this is serious no, science here. um i was i was interviewing cindy gallup who is mm-hmm. um she's trying to create porn for women that's her entire startup and so look i'm not being funny right here one of the main problems with porn is um the reason it won't appeal to women is that kind of emotional connection component of it uh doesn't really exist with traditional pornography so um, one of the things with VR porn is because it can give you like these emotional first person experiences. It's just really different. And she's got teams of people like, um, you know, it's not just sex, it's everything leading up to the sex and around it. And it's, mm. it's a really, um, it's a very interesting experience. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's from Georgia. I don't know. I think that it would be, it's just too much. I would think that would be, um, yeah. like, just too close to the like I don't know. <laughs> what what George is trying to say here? No. I can see how that would. I think I I can see how it would be popular, but I think that I don't know. Okay, so here's here's what I want to say about that. Uh, yeah, and, dodging and, things like I don't know. No, I think no. No. I it, it, it's the same way that like the roller coaster works. Like I would rather just ride the ro- the real life roller coaster than sit down and strap on the headset. Like we're all in relationships here. We can, you know, do the real thing instead of having to strap on a VR headset. But for people who don't uh, maybe, you know, want a significant other or or a fling or what have you, whatever you want to do, good for you. Um, mm-hmm. Then maybe this is something that that uh, could could provide the things that you need. And I think that it's 
it's super, 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 super awesome. Uh, Bri, I've heard you talk about, um, about her on, uh, Rocket and I, she mm-hmm. sounds incredible. And I really think that it's really Who, cool. Cindy Gallup? She, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Badass. Yeah. And, and I great. love that. I love that she's like, it's it's so important and the fact that like it hasn't really been addressed it seems like until now is is kind of disappointing but i'm glad that you know there's somebody there who's thinking about this and um if if vr porn can you know again provide people what they need then that's awesome but yeah i'm with you georgia in terms of like doesn't sound like it's for me (laughs) mostly because like okay you know uh, why why take the virtual roller coaster when you can have the real thing I, I will say this. When you interview Cindy Gallup on this, like, I think of myself, like, you know, like, you guys know me. I, I'm filthy. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm very, very, very perverted with a lot of problems and talk about sex in inappropriate ways. But, like, you know, you're interviewing Cindy Gallup, and I swear it is like I felt like a nun <laughs> that was talking to Larry Flint because oh, she is, like and she's like, Oh, well, let me tell you what the reverse term is for this, but for women. And then just graphic detail. (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm like, wow. And I kind of loved her for it. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, you know what, Cindy Gallup, you make me want to be less reserved with my opinion. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for this gift today. That's awesome. That is awesome. Do you have anything to add to that, Georgia? No, I like it. I think I think that our society is, has a, a lot of sexual repression. <laughs> a lot of sexual what? Is that happening every time I'm speaking now? There's like some sort of evil, spooky music. Are you doing some sort of like you're hoping to unconsciously, unconsciously? I know you're trying to influence mm-hmm. the listeners. I know what you're doing, Bree. <laughs> it's like she's a psychotherapist. I I am. I I am shocked you would accuse me of that, Georgia. <laughs> well, let's see. Sixty-one. After all the weeks we've worked. Sixty-one percent of the listeners. Didn't you say something about yeah. sexual depression? Re- yeah. Repression. Oh, you don't Go want ahead, to speak Georgia. to you. <laughs> it's it's an it's a normal function of the human body, and we need to be able to speak about it. I think that a lot of people, because they're not able to talk about it, they don't feel comfortable. Um, a lot of diseases come from that. A lot of people feeling not open about it, not exploring or understanding your own body. We need to be more open about talking about sex, sexuality, and um, yeah, healthy, normal. Cool. No, I agree with you. I think you know it, it's it's. This is serious. <laughs> this is as serious as we get. I think. Uh, I got one tweet where someone was like, so it's cool that my, it's cool that Mike has joined the show and all, but I'm really sad that you guys aren't talking about video games anymore. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've done this to you. And this is what happens when we try. (laughs) This is what happens when you try to make a difference. You know, it was one person. I have a question though. Um, did we, uh, how dare you? No. Uh, did we ever talk about what? Okay. First of all, let me just say, Steve, I, I, I love you because every time I say that line, you laugh and that just means everything. <laughs> Cause to me. it makes me laugh every time. Like I've never heard it before. I don't know why. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm, oh, I'm like too. the Ed McMahon of isometric, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, so anyway, um, have, did we ever mention the awesome artwork that was made on the show? Did we ever talk about that? The the artwork that's made of the four of us. 
No, no, we didn't. Oh, didn't we talk about it? We didn't talk about it? We have to talk about it. It's amazing. Please. Yeah, so um, I happen to be gazing up at this really cool fracture artwork that's hanging on my wall. Uh, so one of our our listeners uh, at Geek by Hall on it might be Geekby, but I think it's Geek by Hall on on Twitter. Uh, Graham made this really awesome piece of of artwork uh, of the four of us, and I just wanted to send out a personal thank you for uh, decorating my wall with uh, this awesome fracture print that I have, but I don't know. The attention to detail in this was just really charming, and I love the the way, like, it, it's a certain kind of character design that's just, uh, it's cute, and it made me smile. I don't know. I, like... This is not an accurate depiction of Georgia. Like, she's smiling. <laughs> So she has Rob peeking out from behind her. You've got to cover her in blood. Like, like, murder. She's got to be covered in... Yeah, there's got to be a big chainsaw in the background and maybe um, the pile of money she didn't spend on a Wii U. Like, come on. I I think... I think Rob is Rob does look very disappointed standing behind her saying, Why haven't you bought a Wii U yet? Oh my gosh, she's totally he's totally tapping on her. You have the cutest little glasses and you have like the little Pokemon or Hearthstone cards. Uh, The Hearthstone cards, yeah. You're playing Peggle. What? It's still happening the music. (laughs) I've got that that's like my Yeti microphone. Mike has the mic and I have so and you've got your red hair, which is adorable. It's just so and, yeah, and Steve's got his glasses, and and Bree, you have your hair as well. And uh, I, I, I do I love have this. hair; it's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, it's you know so what cute. I mean. We should tweet it out again so that yeah. when people watch the show, they know. So yeah, cute. and we'll probably be in the show notes as well. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to send a shout out to you, Graham, and, and thank you for taking the time to do this. And then also uh, making up some cool designs for our friends over at Rocket as well. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And wanted to make sure that we we noted that here. And nobody else, because those are the only two important shows on the network. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly not that uh, material show. I have a lot of problem with those bitches over <laughs> the Rocket Podcast. Whoa! And I think I think every Whoa. one of those people I want to start a podcast feud right now with Rocket. <laughs> Clearly. Let's do it. Let's There's start some an isometric there. feud with podcasts. Haven't Let's we been it. trash talking Simone for weeks as it is? I mean it's I thought we were trash talking material. We already have a feud <laughs> going to material. The 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 gifs what, that go back and forth between the two. Have we have we won the feud with material already? Well, I mean I obviously. out the Dawabunga yeah. thing. But have does this mean we've won? I'm just asking. Yasmin, tell me what happened. Okay. Well, you you gotta say her you gotta say her name right. You gotta say Yasmin, or else she will uh, unleash her meanness on you and <laughs> <laughs> and then we will lose again. No, we decide her name for now. <laughs> oh, no. Like, we won the fight. I want no part of this. <laughs> have I ever told you my name pronunciation story? I haven't. I have a lot of stories. Oh, my God. TV Frank just accepted my friend request on Facebook. <laughs> Woo! Celebrate! Should, now, should the real Frank Wu be worried? Please stand up. No, my real Frank Wu is way hotter okay. than this Okay. Dude. Okay. Yeah, not even close. Right. Plus, also, Frank fake Wu, Frank Wu has made yeah. some some uh, interesting choices in life that we uh, have been judging. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read a review that we got on uh, for Isometric? 
Yeah, and then we should get a couple yeah, of listener questions, and then we should the wrap it up. Let's just the worst show ever, jo- Georgia. Let's just do it. We have <laughs> this is no the best show. Today. This is the best show. We don't show. care. <laughs> F it all. F your rules, Steve Lubitz. What's a format? We don't care. We don't know. Yeah. Just no, burn it all down. Anymore. Burn it all to the ground. That's it. Burn it down. I okay, so here we go. This is the Fando Proves. It's by Zabe17, and it says, a piffy and positive review. <laughs> Steve, Bree, Georgia, and Micah never fail to brighten my week. This podcast is original, inclusive, and hilarious. Oh, there are video games in there, too. But discussed in a way that includes gamers of all types and varying, various life experiences, unless you are a koala. I might be afraid of koalas forever now. Fandas Yes. 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 It is my goal in life to uh, preach the gospel of the fear of koalas. And I appreciate that, uh, dear listener, for, you know, uh, for doing what's right and fearing koalas. So, Bree, any evidence before we launch into the calls? Into evidence against Georgia? I think, like, we've got 97, like, episodes about that. (laughs) I just, I think people know who Georgia Dow is by now. I mean, I think it show. I think it speaks to our character. You know, which one of us has not purchased a Wii U, and I think that's a significant character flaw that I think that the court needs to take into account. Yeah, uh, I think you've got a point, Georgia. Okay, really, hold on. I gotta know this. I gotta know this. Why? <laughs> like, is this just a contest of wills at this point? No, no. Like, are you really doing it to troll us? No. <laughs> like, because at this point, I don't even. I just want some acknowledgement of my, my of the struggle for like ninety seven episodes. The struggle is real. Yeah. Um. No. Ah. Uh, no. Like there hasn't been a, a, a like it came really close. Um. With um. The I was gonna say Splashtown game, but with Splatoon. <laughs> oh Splatoon. my god! Splashtown. Splashtown. That was close. It was really, really close. Like I actually went there until I had to find out I had to buy a whole bunch of controllers. So that was the closest I've gotten. <laughs> you own a Wii. You the controllers work with it. Yeah, now I know that. But then I then I lost kind of the the impetus. Everyone's not playing it anymore. Would bother you every damn week about this, Georgia. <laughs> but now I you lost the, the impetus. VR, so now How about like, getting Brianna Frack and Woo off your back? You didn't lose the impetus. You shot the impetus and buried it in the backyard. Is what you did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, Georgia. So well, I'm still. I, I haven't said. I definitely won't. We only have two episodes left. <laughs> <laughs> then you filibuster. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure metric. we can carry this well into the next show if we need to, <laughs> if, if we're forced. Right. I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. I, I I don't think that you. The fact that you have a bottle of Wii U is right. So there we go. I think I need to add a counter to uh, chickenparts.org. Days days until Georgia buys a Wii U. And days just, that Georgia uh, hasn't bought a Wii U. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. George is going to play a Wii U in VR before she plays a a Wii U in real life is what's going to end up happening. (gasps) Oh, my Lord. You're probably right. That could be true. Sassafras. Let's go into the the questions. First of all, some feedback on last episode. The entire Internet informed us that you can get into off-screen mode in Zelda by pressing (laughs) the minus button. So... Um, so we are corrected on that and I have tried it and I actually accidentally stumbled upon it like an hour after we posted the show and it does work. So I have used Zelda on the, on off TV. So hooray. Yeah, How's that going again, yeah. Brie? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in fairness, I couldn't figure out how to get it to work either until, you know, like, and I, I'd be like another week to actually play it, so. Uh, um... So we did on a, on a more serious note. We did have um, an email from Sage um, that said um, that was talking about our autism discussion last week, and who said, uh, you know, first of all, I want to say it with all due respect. I think you guys occasionally miss the mark on not having an autistic person weigh in on these issues. Uh, Steve and George are bringing important related perspectives, and Steve is one of the best non-autistic autism parents I've heard of in terms of respect for the community and listening to autistic adults. But a lot of the people in the community prefer that things about us not be without us, and I think it's always important to get the perspectives of people directly affected by the issue uh, when you're talking about it, if at all possible. Um, I, I think that the c- campaign itself had this problem on a larger sale, asking some autistic people would likely have avoided the Autism Speaks kerfuffle, but I think it likely would have turned the campaign in a direction that was more like Steve described. Uh, to me, and I don't speak for all autistic people, autism awareness campaigns, especially the kinds that come from groups like Autism Speaks, have a real risk of coming off as pitying and tragedizing, especially since it's something how cancer is treated. I do think that trying is an admirable goal, but sometimes attempts to raise awareness can actually hurt a marginalized community more than they help them. Of course, most people asking autistic adults about anything is a bit of a pipe dream, but I can hope, right? Um, I... I hope this wasn't too long. I didn't step on any toes. I have the d- deepest respect for you guys and honestly wouldn't have waited at all if you didn't have a great, great track record with listening to other marginalized groups and trying your best to advocate for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, I and fair. I, yeah, I think that's really fair. And I think that I was coming at it more from a, a parenting perspective of, you know, looking at it as the, the parent of, you know, of an autistic, of an autistic child. But we're also the hosts of the show. I mean, you know, with respect, I and I really do hear where you're coming from, but it's like, um, you know, like, I don't know. I sometimes, and, and we've had to cover this with some other news this week, but I sometimes feel like, you know, Micah, to use your language, like we're one of, one of the woke podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. like we, we get this stuff and we do advocate it. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I hear what you're saying, yeah. but... You know, what are we supposed to do if we want to talk about Autism Speaks? Like, you know, go out and, like, you know, find a special guest every single time we talk in a marginalized community. And I mean, I do get that, you know, the irony of Autism Speaks is you don't let Autism Speaks. But I have to, I feel like it's, I feel sometimes that if you cover, um, you know, marginalized communities, I think you get held to standards sometimes that are just frankly really exhausting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, you know, ultimately, we're we're producing a podcast, and we are the hosts. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> um, so uh, again, uh, there, there's there's certainly uh, you know sense on both on both sides of this uh, because yeah, I do agree. I think that um, you know this show has really done like the, the, one of the reasons that I was a loyal listener of the show was because of the fact that like. People on this show get it, and uh, yeah, we're, we're like the show is woke, and 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 I mean that you know in every sense of the word, where there's consideration in the things we say, and when we misspeak, we apologize for it, and when you know whenever we we uh, cause you know if there's if there's anyone hurt, then you know that's that's dealt with, and so um, it 
yeah, it does become tough because like, yeah. you know, uh, for for example, the talk show or something like that, they're not talking about uh, uh, the, what am I trying to say? The autism awareness campaign. And so then no one does come at them and yeah. say like, hey, you didn't do this. Yeah. On the other end of that, yeah, if there was an opportunity to get someone on to speak to them about that, then of course that would have been something that we yeah. uh, would have made happen. But uh, it, it's not always possible. And so it's great to hear from our listeners who, who uh, do, uh, you know, have this, uh, you know, who, who can come from these perspectives, I guess. So uh, always mm-hmm. love hearing that kind of feedback. Um, yeah. But uh, we're, we're doing our best. Uh, yeah. And and when we're not doing our best, heck yeah, I want to hear about it. I want to hear when I'm not doing my yeah. best so I yeah. can be better. If we, if we, yeah. You know, Michael, one of our first exchanges before we cast you on the show is, um, I forget what it was, I said some joke and it was... Um, can you remind me of this? Like I basically said something and it was, it was racially insensitive and you wrote me a very nice email and said it and we owed up to it on the show the next day. I mean, can yep. you jog my memory on that? Yeah. Uh, so it was, uh, you were, you were making a reference to a quote that, uh, Mystique made in X-Men. Um, and it said something mm-hmm. along the lines of, uh, don't call me that that's my slave name. Um, right, right. and of course, you know, it was a reference to the movie. She was talking about how that was her name before she became, uh, Mystique and how she wanted to be called Mystique. And so I, I brought the, the conversation to you and we talked about it and you apologized to me personally. And then you did it on the show as well. And that's what I meant. Yeah. Like we, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, 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 you understand these things. And so I, I've always appreciated that. And I think that. I think it's, but what I find frustrating sometimes is, so look at all the video game podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like there are any number of bro podcasts. I guarantee you IGN didn't cover this. Giant Bomb, I bet, didn't cover it. You know, not certainly with a, a parent that has autism. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe I'm speaking today as someone who, you know, I I have dealt with a lot of death threats in the last few hours for you know, speaking my mind and having, you know, this show made about it. But it it sometimes feels, I get so exhausted with because you speak up to this stuff left holding you to just impossible standards sometimes mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i think like saying we should you know in order for steve who's a parent who bleeds over these issues every day steve yeah. i mean i've talked to you when you've been exhausted over yeah. this i mean i know some of the stress you have in your family about this mm-hmm. and to suggest that like you know it's not adequate for your taste for steve to like speak on this it just kind of makes me take a breath and go, like, I'm really exhausted. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and I mean, I came at this from the from the perspective of advocating for my kids, which is what I do all the time, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I, and I, I have a lot of, of empathy for, you know, for the emailer. I don't want to, I don't want to cut them down because, I, you know, and I don't think we are, but I, I, no, I want to, you know, I'm no. definitely like, and because it's definitely a fair point and I and yeah. that's the whole reason that a lot of the the stuff with autism speaks is the issue that it is um I'm coming at it advocating as a parent which I understand is not the same because I'm not I'm not autistic myself so I don't know exactly what it feels like the way that my daughter does but I also see a lot of the things that she struggles with because I'm the one advocating for her with other parents, with the school, with, um, you know, when she reacts differently to situations and people don't understand her. We're going through a number of those different things with her right now. So, but she mm-hmm. can't really advocate for herself yet because she doesn't understand and we're we're working with her on that. But she doesn't necessarily understand what it means because she's just her. Um, so 
I'm advocating on behalf of her as a parent who's advocating for her on a regular basis for, you know, something better than what we're getting. And because it is aimed at children and aimed at people who are, you know, maybe parents of other children who are going to be interacting with her. Um, Obviously, it's it's different. It's different than. You know, and an autistic – if they had an autistic character who was portrayed badly in, like, a movie who was an adult, like, that would be different than, than what – and that's why I felt like it was important to talk about it. Even though we don't have someone who was autistic as part of that conversation, I felt like it was important as somebody who advocates for, for autism, for my autistic daughters a lot to, to have that conversation. Well, so, and can I just say yeah. like uh, uh, this? So first of all, you know, now we're at a point where it does seem, you know, you, you're, you're trying to almost prove yourself. And I, you know, that, that's the thing that I think that, you know, Bree is talking about, I'm being exhausted. And if I could like, so there, there, there are a few things here. One is like, uh, first of all, again, what you said earlier, Steve, it, this is not, you know, directed at this, this particular emailer. Uh, you know, I, I feel comfortable saying I'm not going to give any specific specifics, but we'll just say that, uh, there have been some unfair standards. I think that, uh, this, this podcast in particular has been held to and unfair in the sense that, you know, a, you three were already doing uh, a great thing by like being aware of the fact that uh, there weren't uh, very many people of color in the relay network and being like, hey, let's go talk to some people out there and keep that in mind. And then, hey, look who got to join the show, a person of color. Awesome. Um, and so like, wait a second, I, what? I don't want to, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to look at like notches on the belt or do anything like that. But like, it does get exhausting, especially whenever like Brie, you 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 hit the nail on the head not too long ago when you were talking about how on Twitter a lot of the times people aren't taking into consideration the person that's saying the things that that they're saying and we're not considering like where this person might be coming from and I think that like it's it just gets so exhausting when people who really are thinking to the best of their ability about others and being empathetic and trying to understand the concerns that others face are then getting yeah. you know kind of uh, com- com- Batted against, I guess, and like they almost get more heat for you know. Well, because you knew to do this and you knew to do this, you should know better about this. And it's like, well, you know, this the only way that I got here was Bree. You said this too. Like uh, the only way that I'm any like not so bad now is because I used to be bad and like I've learned over time. And like that's what we're trying to do and asking questions and trying to to be more and more aware of these things is only achievable by having these conversations. And so again, like this is not a direct thing. It's just kind of sparked this discussion that we're having because we've seen a lot of this lately. And frankly, it does at times seem to be uh, an interesting standard that uh, one, uh, you know, a, a very diverse show and a show uh, full of considerate and uh, aware people who are empathetic um, are, are being held to where others may not be. And so it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, you know, like I just, I, ultimately I just want to say like, w- uh, I completely understand where you're coming from and yeah. I agree. And I think that, uh, uh, we'll always try to do better and be better and just know that like we are coming from a place of love and trying to be more inclusive and trying to understand. I'm totally okay with us being called to a higher standard and it's hard. Um, but I think that people will write into our show where they wouldn't write into other shows because we really will listen. Like we, we will listen. There's, I think that a lot of people feel invisible and that they have no voice and that 
it won't their say won't matter and so they they don't even bother and so i i appreciate that um they trust us enough to send in yeah. you know critiques bits we we really do do our best we really do care and yeah. we'll definitely miss the mark this is not going to be the only time if you think that we did um or didn't that we do our best to be able to do that it's going to be impossible for us to always have someone of which we are speaking of um, to be here just because of logistics and difficulty and, you know, tech and gear and where we're at with that. Um, so that's why we rely on you to write in and to talk to us mm-hmm. so that we can help reflect and have a better lens in the future so that we can deal with it. And um, I appreciate that. I really do. I think that um, I'm happy that we give a voice to people that are often voiceless and mm-hmm. uh, we'll keep on re-reflecting and looking at it in hopes that we can better give someone else's opinion to that. But yes, we will sometimes miss the mark, and, and thank you for giving your opinion on how we dealt with it. I, I, I really agree with what you said, Georgia. I need to tell, like, I think it's fair to say, versus you know the, the three of you, I'm probably the more public figure here, yep. right? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, for I, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I'm walking, when I'm walking down the Southwest, people, yeah. strangers walk up to me and know me. It, it's, I'm on a very public stage. And I really need our listeners to hear this. I want you to understand what it's like being a feminist public figure. One of the things about the left is because we feel you know, we do believe in equality and, you know, everyone having equal access to voice. That's certainly what I believe in. But what I think that causes sometimes is, you know, you guys don't see this. I very easily work 80 hours a week. And when I'm dead on my feet, I, I go and I do interviews. I spend lots of time away from my husband and I work really, really hard to bring these issues to the forefront. And as a result of that, over years, I have built up a platform in a series of networks where when I have something to say, I do have journalists that will listen to me and publish it. You know, that didn't happen serendipitously. It happened because, you know, I really worked to build that because I'm passionate about this. What I think people on the left don't understand is you may feel like, like, I understand, like, feeling like you, you deserve a voice, but so often there's, like, this competitiveness where people want to, like, walk by and just tear you down. And if you don't live up to these impossible standards or you don't say things just the way someone else wants it, they feel entitled to, like, come by and tear you down. As best as I can tell, being a feminist public figure just means every fifth person on the street feels entitled to walk by and punch you in the face. And I really mean that. It's not just, like, I get death threats from Gamergate. I get people picking out my looks from Gamergate. I have people, you know, sending the worst emails in the world to my daily basis on, on, on that. And then on top of that, I have to deal with this outrage culture on the left where I don't, if I don't say exactly what someone else wants me to say, they feel entitled to, like, blast me on Twitter. Or if I say something in PM, like I'm trying to like show some discretion and not say something to someone publicly because it's asymmetric and everything I say always ends up on Kotaku in action and hyper scrutinized, where mm-hmm. like that person will take and like publish private correspondence to with me. That happens to me routinely. And I really wish more people on the left 
would take a breath and just realize what it's like to like be in, in the space I'm in. Because it sucks. It is a horrible, horrible job. I don't make a lot of money from this. We lose tons of money from all the travel all around the world. It gets me nothing but threats and a lot of stress and the ability to sleep at night because I got to do what I could do. But I would really just appreciate if people would give me more of a damn break. But you don't think that this person was, was no, 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 this is, this is overall, this is overall like with this person, I just try to say, this is the dynamics at play. I need to understand how I feel with this. This is more of a commentary on the toxic culture of the left, which Mm -hmm. it's, it's exhausting. And I don't Mm -hmm. think it's healthy. No, it's not. And it's unfortunately going to get worse. Our society is going to get worse with that right now. It's, yeah. It is. It's yeah. just the way that we're going. And it is. It's absolutely, it's really unhealthy for all of us. It leaves people. Yeah. I, I mean, as far as this particular sub- subject is concerned, though, I think we felt like we want, we didn't want to let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And it's still, you know, we have a platform and, you know, I may not be the, the perfect advocate because, again, I am not autistic and I don't. And I've said that every time that we've talked about this. Um, mm-hmm. But I still I still felt like it was important enough for us to have a conversation um, about it, you know, even even if it wasn't going to be the the way that it, it the best possible way that it would be able to happen. But we still have a platform and it's better. I felt like it was better to talk about it than not talk about it. Then not talk about it. Yep. And I can't yeah. stress enough that, you know, uh, more than anything, uh, the, the, the listeners review or, or feedback rather was yeah. simply opening up a conversation yeah. that I think, uh, several of us have been wanting to have just yeah. in general. And so, you know, this is not, uh, directed at you, dear listener. And as Georgia said, agree hundred percent that I, I want to know, and I do love to hear, uh, feedback and, and concerns and these types of things. And, you yeah. know, this was not, not a campaign to, yeah. uh, uh, to be upset at you or yeah, anything yeah. like that, but uh, it's just no, yeah. If you're, overall, telling, overall. if you're telling us this is how you this made me feel, and this is how yeah. I feel like this should have gone, I I hear this listener. I'm trying yeah. to take a beat and say, here are the dynamics at play. Here's yeah. what mm-hmm. it's like to walk in our shoes at Isometric. Here's how this makes us feel, and mm-hmm. you know it's just a bigger pattern. And you know, communication is a two way street. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. So why don't we do cool. why don't we do one more at a, on a lighter note to end on a on a bit of a lighter <laughs> note? So this is it about George's criminal history. Yeah, actually, actually, <laughs> it kind of goes along with that because we have a question okay. from Slinger Tail that is directed at Georgia. What's your advice for fighting someone? <laughs> <laughs> really? Like? Yep. What? I am not making it up. It came in through DM. I am not making this up. What? Well, who are you fighting, and where are you fighting? I don't think it matters, Georgia. You, you, you're now you're just stalling. <laughs> no, I'm not stalling. I'm not stalling. Use your environment. Be loud. Um, learn a great style. Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai, perfect match. Boxing also pretty great. Um, you know, you what you want to do is. Um, you want to use your advantages and use them against the other person. But if you can't do that, uh, go Brie and uh, use everything that you've got, even if that's. Can I set a scene? Can I set a scene? Sure. You're walking down an alley. You're a small child. Aside you are your parents, a mother and a father. Is she Suddenly you hear this loud noise. You look over and your parents have slunk to the ground. They've been shot. You're Batman. What do you do? For me.
That's okay. I'm Batman. <laughs> I think my cold's coming back. Oh Is my that god! Awesome. No, no. Uh, <laughs> that's too bad. Uh, I'll tell you so, what you do. I'll tell you what you do. What do you do? I don't know. Well, so Bree, Bree, what's your what's your advice for fighting Georgia? So if I fought Georgia, the thing is, I would just make her laugh, and then I would like like hit her with the board. What board do you carry around with I got, you? I I did. I wouldn't hit you with the board. You would get a, a case of lumber poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> poisoning. The Canadian well, disease. The show title. <laughs> a case of lumber poisoning. Lumber poisoning. <laughs> In Canada, they call that the woodchuck special is what they call that. Oh, yeah. no, Steve, no. I've oh. learned a new phrase. Oh, we lost another 10 <laughs> listeners, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Give, give her the kind oh, business boy. is what you do. As long as you can keep lumber... Poisoning. I, I can, lumber we can poisoning keep lumber has, poisoning. Give you a lumber puncture. In no, a this, is, this is lumber puncture. This is how we go. A, a hey, lumber Georgia. massage. You get hey, Georgia, Georgia. Give what you get, and then she'd be so stunned, coming up with excuses, <laughs> and then and then blamo. <laughs> you pull out your awesome like you, that, that uh, piece of uh, plank that you keep. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, there'll be the noise, yes. And then Anthony will be nearby and he'll go, Holy cow, Batman. I don't know. What is I don't know <laughs> what, uh, what Robin says. <laughs> he's too busy. He's gonna be too busy ordering another VR headset to know what's going on anyway. It'll be it'll be fine. Mm-mm-mm. He'd probably be wearing it. Or a levitating yeah. speaker. Okay, guys, I think we need to wrap it up. Yeah, I think I, I think, think that's, you're right. I think we we've we've we're not going any further. We're from so here. far off the rails. There's no yeah. there's no return. There's no coming back. Let's so, just let's just. I wrap am it. amazed we made it to a hundred episodes. I, is this a hundred? I mean, honestly, <laughs> is this a hundred? No, this is ninety-eight. It's coming up. No, oh, but we're I, so much, I really, Bree, you can't I say really, you're amazed. We might not make it. <laughs> I I really would have thought Georgia a long time ago. You would have had a really serious talk. You meant, come on, Bree. I'm worried about my license. I'm going to lose my livelihood if I keep doing the show with you. I've told, we've like, had that talk. Remember I the first serial you. killer website you yeah. were going to make? I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah. You, think you yeah. can't search for my name. See, oh, Bri, if anything, you've helped George's career because you've created all this anxiety that she's been able to channel into the videos. That's true. I actually think it's gotten worse since I've joined. That Just is true. That. That, is true. true. that is true. Let's see. When I search Georgia Dow, twitter.com, iMore, helpforanxietydepression.com, anxiety dash videos, the FitCast, Twit, 5x5, five five, <laughs> iMore. Okay, I'm not seeing any serial killer pictures, stuff. If you would find like giant, Georgia What's Dow. giantrobots.fm? Uh, that's, another, that's a podcast I did. I'm just gonna see if an image comes with me. And That's a podcast she does about about Rob that she doesn't tell us about. Is is what she's that is. cheating on me? Yeah, pa- <laughs> I'm not. I am not. So when you look up Georgia Dow and Brianna Wu, the first thing that comes up is 
How did Brianna Wu's subpar Revolution 60 win I'm Wars Game of the Year? <laughs> Corruption by Georgia Dow. <laughs> you know what the funniest thing is about that? No Can I speak? That's Georgia's new fragrance line, actually. Corruption by Georgia Dow. Can I speak about that? Because of me being on the show, I didn't even vote in that one because it would have oh been God. unfair. I'm just calling out oh to everyone God. that said it. Yeah. I did not vote. Look at this website. There. Look at this website. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. It's it's an energy healer, a multimodality energy healer named Georgia Dow. I rock balds. I look she, good. She, she, yeah, look at you. I like that haircut. I like it. Okay, it took me in pictures is the only where the Yeti suit comes up. Oh, God, I have some some. Oh, God. Uh, Incriminating evidence against Georgia Dow. Uh, Google search results page pictures three. Pictures of me getting hit in the head by ice and bleeding. <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember that. That was fun. Anyway, so it's, fun. if you if you want to if you want to tell Georgia Dow yourself that she should go buy a Wii U, you can call us at three three nine three six eight eight three one nine, or you can uh, send an email, or you can send an audio attachment to feedback at isometricshow.com. And uh, we, you can also go rate and review the show on iTunes. We appreciate that a lot. You can find the show notes uh, for the show and every show at relay.fm slash isometric or at isometricshow.com. We are, as always, part of the Amazing Relay FM network where uh, our impending feud with Rocket will be taking place. And you can find other shows that are not us and Rocket. And uh, you can also find all of us on Twitter. The show's account is at Isometric Show. I am at Wicked Good. And uh, Bree, where can people find you other than the Sci-Fi Channel? Lumbermassage.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's a title. That's, That's it. I'm right. calling it. Lumber massage. <laughs> lumber poisoning. Uh, case of lumber inflammation. A, a case of lumber poisoning. I love it. Lumber poisoning. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also my Lord. the Twitter account known as Georgia Dow. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. It no isn't. underscore. Not yet. It isn't. Uh, and, we'll see about that. Thief. Space and space Kaka. And Georgia, where can people find you in your criminal record? <laughs> oh, I don't know how to answer that. You can find me at Georgia underscore Dow, and of course, anxiety videoscom If you're dealing with sleep, we'll have a parenting video out soon. Um, yeah. Oh, I could use that for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I can. Actually, get. a pretty good one. And Michael, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Georgia Dash Dow. <laughs> also at Micah Sargent. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode. And isometric workers transform and roll out. Quick. Lumber. Lumber.